Thank the Lord. Isn't good awesome? No guilt, no shame, no sin, no stain. Is greater than the great I am. Man, that is awesome. That is awesome. I, when I heard it in the Spanish service, I said, man, that's a tremendous song. We've got to live it. And somehow David, under the anointing of the Spirit of God, wrote the secret weapon of how to overcome. How to overcome. And it's so simple what God requires from us to overcome. You know, there's so many things that we try to do that we force ourselves, we strive, and truthfully, we get nowhere because we're doing it our way. And God said, if you would only do it my way, I've got the victory for you already. It's just my way or no way. What did he say? My way or the highway? Amen. Uh, you know, God makes it so simple. Everyone say simple. For us to live in victory. We talk about joy. Paul said, not only joy, but rejoice in the Lord always. But, but how can I rejoice always? Have you seen people that look like they're mad all the time? Not, not, not here, not here. But have you seen people like that? Amen. Man, they, they, they look like they've been sucking a lemon all day long. Amen. No, 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 no. But isn't it awesome to see a happy person? A joyful person? A, a person that's secure? Man, and, and we're going to learn a little about that. And we have to understand that praise is done through service. It's through action. We talk about many times what praise is all about. But praise is done through an action. And what we need more than ever is praisers. Not talkers, but praisers. We need people that know how to praise God. Let us go to the Word of God in Psalms 113. And we're going to read verse 1 and 2. 1 and 2. So you have your Bibles, I want you to open your Bibles. And I want you to follow through with me because I want you to keep your Bibles open. Because we're going to seek, we're going to go through the, the secret Pathway to victory. The secret pathway to victory. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother Ben. Brother Ben looks sharp today. Look at Brother Ben. I want everybody to look at Brother Ben. He looks sharp today, man. Brother Ben. God's giving him a new ministry. He's helping us to usher. Let's give it. All right. God bless Brother Ben, amen? Amen. You know why I feel happy? You know why I feel happy? Because uh, I told you last week, God is looking for new, new ministries. Or new ministers, better yet. New servants. And Brother Ben said, you know, I'm going to do it. Amen. And then, and then I invited him to two of my meetings so he can know what's going on. Amen. So, he wants to take my position now. But. All right, Brother Ben. Praise the Lord. Verse 1. Praise the Lord. I want you to repeat after me. It's got an exclamation mark there. All right? So how would you say that? Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's it. You just say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. It's with firmness. It's with courage. Praise the Lord. 
Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse number two. Bless the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. So this is one of the Psalms that teaches you that praise should continually be in your mouth. Praise, praise, praise. Heavenly Father, let me put it together, Lord. Express it as you've put it into my heart. I ask that you anoint the lips of clay. God, that we be doers of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want you to keep your Bibles open now. Psalms 113 is one of the psalms that was called a hallelujah psalm. Everyone shout hallelujah. From Psalms 113 through 118, these psalms were sung throughout the year. And they were sung in their entirety through the different feasts that the Israelite people celebrated. That was the feast of the Passover, the feast of Pentecost, the feast of the tabernacles. And these psalms were songs that, they were hymns that were sung as they went into this time of celebration. And if you go through this psalm, you will understand why. What God wanted is for his people to permanently be praising people. People that would praise God at all times. The more you praise God, the more you acknowledge God. The more you acknowledge God, you recognize his attributes. So that should be continually in you. Amen. For many years, this word hallelujah was a mockery to those that used it. And they would call people that worship different than they did. And those that went to the traditional church would mock those that went to a place where they praised God. And they would question people and they would tell them, are you a hallelujah? And the so-called hallelujahs would be ashamed sometimes because they did not know what hallelujah meant. So... What they were telling them, are you a praiser? Do you praise God? Are you a hallelujah? Because the word hallelujah means to praise God. When you're saying hallelujah, you're saying praise God. Praise God. So we have to Praise and learn to be praisers. Everyone say praise God. Everyone say hallelujah. You're saying the same thing. When you say hallelujah, you're saying praise God. But we don't use that very much because now we substituted hallelujah or praise God for a. And what the people of the Old Testament and the people that would praise God, it was a custom for them to be praisers. And David did not want them to lose the stigma, the, the courage, the, the, the way of worship as they would praise God with their lips. Someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, praising the Lord is a principle that every believer must, must live by. In other words, every believer must be a praiser. 
Every believer must be a praiser. You cannot live a Christian life without praising God. Hey, we have to learn how to do that, church. We've got to go back to praising God. Amen. If you have a mouth, you praise God. I said, if you have a mouth, you praise God. Because Paul, writing to the Hebrews, who I believe wrote the Hebrews, tells us in chapter 13 and verse 15, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise. You know what sacrifice of praise is going beyond the norm. Going beyond the norm, you have to force yourself. It's not whether you feel like it. No, no, no. It's you need to. There is a must. You must praise God continually. In other words, every day we've got to learn to praise God. What is praise? That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Every time you praise him, you've got to praise his name. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone say, say hallelujah. But better yet, let's, let's say this way. Hallelujah to his name. Oh, come on church. That's weak, man. Say hallelujah to his name. That's it. Hallelujah to his name. Because that is what we've got to do. We've got to give thanks to his name. The other, the, the other translation says it is confessing. It is confession time that his name is great. His name is superb. Yes, praise the Lord. Oh, servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. This is what we have to understand to do is we've got to learn to praise the Lord at all times. It doesn't matter what you're going through. No, it doesn't. I don't care if you're going through hardship, if you're going through sickness, if you're going through trials, if you're going through discouragement, or what people think about you. At times you are going to be misunderstood or misinterpreted. You and I have to praise him anyway. We must praise him anyway. If you're sick, praise the Lord. If you had a fight with your wife, praise the Lord anyway. If you had a fight with your husband, you know what's going to get the devil mad? If you have a fight with your friend or whatever, you just say, devil, Instead of getting mad at him, I'm going to get mad at you because I'm going to praise God anyway. I'm going to praise God anyway. I'm going to, I don't care what you think about me. Uh, that's one thing I learned a long time ago. I'm not subject to your mentality. I'm subject to the spirit of God. I come under his ruling and he tells me I've got to praise him. I said, I've got to praise him. All because we are servants and that is what the Lord deserves from me, to praise him. Now, there's a difference between a slave and a servant. A slave is or listen, a slave, it's a must for you to do something when you're a slave. When you're a servant, you do it willingly. And so many times, we become slaves of religion. But when you recognize that this is not a religion, but a relationship... Because of the relationship, you just begin to praise him anyway. And that is the difference. And that's what the devil does not want you to understand. Because praise is a, a secret weapon that God has given us to overcome everything that comes against us. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone shout hallelujah. Let us do it with a smile. Yes. Let us do it with gladness for the Lord merits the best that we have to offer. He deserves it. When you and I praise the Lord, let us do it with gladness. 
Not because we're here, because we, it's Sunday, so I've got to go praise. Let me tell you, the best times that I've prayed is not in church. The best times that I've prayed, it's been in my car, it's been in my house, it's been somewhere besides the church. That's where, hey, it's just me and him. I don't have someone to look at me or me respond to someone or me bother someone. It's just me and him, him and I, and we have an awesome time. Thank the name of the Lord. I said, thank the name of the Lord. Remember, through our praise, we have to acknowledge the name of the Lord. Yes, we see that in the first three verses, three times, three times, the name of the Lord is mentioned. The name of the Lord. Let me tell you something. David did not know the name of the Lord. All David would call God is through his attributes. That's all. But he did not know the name of the Lord. But you and I, we know the name of the Lord. We know the name of the Lord. And because we know the name of the Lord, we don't say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of our God. Thank you, Jesus, for revealing your name to us. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Someone shout with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are three attributes of God that should encourage in us the desire to gratify our Lord's desire to be praised. You know, if there's something that God wants is to be praised. You know why? It's not that he's selfish or he has an ego. Because he wants to bless us as we recognize him. Huh? As we recognize him. If there was something, co-pastor, that I love is, and that I still love is for my, 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 kids to rec- my kids to recognize me. And now it goes beyond that, my grandkids to recognize me. Amen. I felt a little awkward two years ago or last year, I think it was. It was about this time. And I think Giselle is the most uh, intrepid one of them three. Amen. And she came up to me. She, she just came up, you know. Giselle just came up and, and she goes, Grandpa, I'm going to just leave this here. You can see it later. I said, man, I thought it was going to be a love letter. You know, I love you, Grandpa. You know, Christmas wish list. I said, man. Then I said, man. And you know what? I understood one thing, but I felt great that she can have that confidence to come to me. Huh? Don't get ideas, OT. When they come around me and they acknowledge me, huh? My granddaughter came Thursday. She was hungry. She said, I'm hungry. I didn't ask her, you know. I just gave a $20 bill. Just bring me the change. Who does she go to? She acknowledges me. God wants to be acknowledged. And sometimes we don't even acknowledge them. We fuss. We complain. Huh? And we stay in our same condition because we don't acknowledge him. But if we learn to acknowledge him, recognize him by his attributes, ah, let me tell you, that should encourage us or there should be an encouragement within us to go before him. And as we go before him, he says that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Those that diligently seek him. And you know, there's a way to come to God. When you come to God without groaning, when you come to God without complaining, but when you come to God with praise, let me tell you, it's all in the attitude. Abba, Father. Abba, Father. He says he will open the windows of heaven and he will pour out blessings. Ah, and there are three ways, three attributes of God that we should that we should know. First is his glory. Everyone say his glory. 
We should praise him for his glory. And if we see the Psalms 113 and verse 4, the Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. In other words, there is nothing higher than our God. Did you hear what I said? There is nothing higher than our God. And we should recognize that. And within our praise, there is no one superb. There is no one more majestic. There is no one more beautiful. There was no one more outstanding than the God that we serve. And everything is demonstrated through his glory. Through his glory, you are high and above everything. Is there something that a person wants? Is there something that a being wants is to be higher than God? But there is nothing that is higher than God. When Satan tried to dethrone God, he found out quick, there is no one like God. There is no one like God. He is the only one that is worthy to receive all the praise. Because it was, uh, in Ezekiel, you can see it, uh, 28, 13 through 19, and also Isaiah 14, 12 through 15, you will see there in Scripture where Satan says, I will go into the high place, and there I will build my throne above the heavens. Let me tell you, Satan, you found out quick, there is no one higher than our God, there is no one more powerful than our God, and that's the reason he threw you into hell, and blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we have his glory on our side. Number two, we should praise him for his greatness. Everyone say his greatness. And David said in verse five, who is like the Lord our God who dwells on high? There is no one like him. Our God is great. Our God is great, but sometimes we belittle our God because we think our problem is bigger than our God. Our situation is bigger than our God, and there is no one bigger than our God. There is something that we have to acknowledge. Who is greater than the Lord our God? Who dwells on high? There's only one, and his name is Jesus. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone shout hallelujah. History has given, oh, us many things to consider. History has also revealed that no one comes close to our God. Yes, we serve the one true God. History has revealed to us that no one has come close or comes close to the God that we serve. His name is, his name is, yes, each one of the individuals or each one of the things that have come that they have called because as we consider in history, there are thousands of deities that have come and gone. If you go to India right now, there's hundreds upon hundreds of deities that they worship on a daily basis. The God of this, the God of that, the God of this. But there is no one like Jesus. They have come and they've gone. History reveals to us that they have come up with great philosophers. Some are even called prophets. Oh, let me tell you something. But no one comes to the greatness of our God. I said no one comes to the greatness of our God. History has also revealed that no one of them has come to be like the God that we serve. There is only one that needs to be worshipped. And there's only one that needs to be given all the praise. And his name is... Each one of them have come and gone. You see the remains of those that did live and called themselves gods or people called them gods. They're there to this day. But let me tell you, it's true. Our God did come. Our God did come. But our God is not in a cave. Our God is not in a grave. Our God is sitting in the throne right now. 
thank God for the revelation of our God. There is nothing like knowing the God that we serve. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. So we understand this, that our God is a wonderful God. Our God is a wonderful God. Even as a child, because of the manifestation, as a child, he was wonderful. At the age of 12 years of age, he went into the temple, and there were scholars there. There were teachers there. And when this young child of 12 years of age, as he opened his mouth, they marveled at his teachings because he did not only answer them, but he would teach them uh, what they did not understand or comprehend better yet. Uh, that child was wonderful and then he became the counselor. Not only was he a counselor, but he was the mighty God. Not only a mighty God, but he became an everlasting father. Not only an everlasting father, today he's our prince of peace. That one God that we praise is still here with us today. Someone shout hallelujah. And third... We've seen his glory. We see his greatness. But there is something more powerful, and that is his grace. There is nothing like the grace of God. I said there is nothing like the grace of God. What do you mean, Brother Parado? Because he humbled himself. Yes. He humbled himself. He came to this earth. Yes, he humbled himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and the earth. This is the God that we serve. A God that has control over everything. Yes, his greatness we can see. Yes. When I look at the, the greatness of our God and the grace that he has for us, all I can say that within his grace, we see his greatness also. And when we see his greatness, we see the clarity of what we are worshiping. Thank God we know what we praise. I said, thank God we know what we praise. We praise God. His name is? Who is this God? The mystery that was hidden for all these ages the demonstration that he proved himself through, as Brother Victor mentioned, listen, we see it in the word of God. And we cannot, that's the reason that it's so important for you to enter into the word and for you to have the word hidden in your heart. Because this is the reminder that does not let you go. Because once you learn the word and, has, and you have the word hidden within you, the word serves as a reminder to you on a daily basis. You cannot go without the word of God on a daily basis because the word of God reminds you, brings you back to the understanding. Who are you praising? Who are you praising? There is no contradictory or contradiction better yet. There is no doubt in my mind. Because the word reveals it to us. I said the word reveals it to us. Because Paul tells me, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. And he tells us everything about God. God was manifested in flesh. So there is no question in my life who Jesus is. He is the image of God the invisible God as he tells Colossians. He is the image of the invisible God. Thank God we know him for who he is. There is no question in me, who is God? Is he the first, the second, or the third person? There is only one person in the Godhead, and that is Jesus Christ. I said, that is Jesus Christ. And without controversy, great is the mystery of the Godhead. God was manifested in flesh, justified in the spirit. What else? Seen by angels. And then he was preached here on, wor on the world, in the world. And not only that, just like it happened he was received up in glory.
This is who I'm praising. Death couldn't hold him down. I said, death couldn't hold him down. On the third day, he resurrected. There's a reason for me to praise him. He's the almighty God who dwelt here, but now we, we are here to praise him. Someone shout hallelujah. As we see it, it unfold before our eyes, his grace merits praise through service. So now when we praise God, it's got to be an action. Everyone say an action. It's got to be an action. See, it's easy as we learn to praise is the sacrifice of our lips. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people don't even know what the word hallelujah meant. Huh? Why did you say it? Because someone else said it. Huh? Because I've heard it all my life. Hallelujah. 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 Well, you say hallelujah, you just say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if you don't feel like saying praise the Lord, you just say, hey, we cut on. And if you don't feel like saying hallelujah, you just say, you, just say, uh, you don't want to say praise the Lord, you just say, you're saying the same thing. You're saying the same, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this praise should be continually in my mouth. Someone shout, shout hallelujah. So praise through service as we consider his omnipotence. That means that he's all powerful. And how insignificant significant I am without his greatness, we can't do nothing. I said we can't do nothing. Ah, but within his greatness, he looks down towards us. Not that he looks down on us, but he looks down towards us. And when I was reading this psalm, I was saying, God, what are you trying to tell me? Because Christmas is around the corner. Everyone say hallelujah. hallelujah. You're praising God. Ah, and how many are waiting for Christmas? I'd be truthful. How many are waiting for Christmas? Man, you're so humble. How many are waiting for Christmas? How many are expecting something in Christmas? God bless your soul, Brother Oscar. You know how Brother Oscar said? How many are expecting something in Christmas? You better raise your hand or you ain't going to get nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let me ask one more time. How many expect something during Christmas? Now you're being more truthful. <laughs> oh, there's conviction coming on. Praise the Lord. Ah, oh, well, my God does not wait for Christmas. He does this all the time. Because when you learn to praise God, the God that looks upon and is everything, he sees one thing. He, through his grace, looks and he lifts the poor from the dust. Listen to what the Bible says. Verse number seven. He tells us, this is what he tells us. He rises the poor from the dust. And I'm going to read it as I have it here. From the living translation. And the needy from the garbage dump. Ah, oh, that's my God. He is so holy. He, if it was up to me, brother Villegas, I would tell him you have no business going to the garbage dump. But he is everywhere because he looks beyond your need. He looks beyond your condition and he sees your need. And wherever you're at, he's there to lift you up. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone shout hallelujah. So we have to understand this. 
You and I can praise him by serving and giving the good news to the poor that our God will lift you up no matter what your condition is because he goes down to the garbage dump to lift anybody up in Jesus' name. Someone shout hallelujah. It is, I marvel of how God works. I really do. Why do you say that, Brother Paul? Because it is so easy for Victor Prado to criticize. Huh? How many have been through L- uh, L.A. and you see all these tents? Maybe some of you, but I haven't. I've never gone off my car. Is there something you need? They're not there because they want to be there. They're there because they accustom. They have accustomed themselves to live in that condition of sin. And sin has taken them to that condition. But we have the answer. There is a God that can lift them out of there. I'll never forget the testimony of Brother Victor Lopez, Sister Gloria Lopez, husband. Brother Victor Lopez is from Albuquerque, from that area. But he came down to Los Angeles. And when he came to Los Angeles, he lost it all. He became a homeless, alcoholic, lost. Ended up in Santa Barbara. Roaming through the streets, living in the streets, living from the trash cans. But one day he went to church. Drunk out of his mind. And while he was in church, evangelist Aaron Lopez Sr. was there. And he had the message of good news. And he began to preach. And Brother Victor told me, he says, I did not understand what he was saying. I had never walked into a Christian church, a church of deliverance. But I remember that they made the invitation to the front and I went up there. And he asked me, do you believe that God can set you free right now? And if you could only believe what I tell you, God is going to set you free. And Brother Victor said, I believe. And he says, all I know that he began to mention some things and call out. And I think that he was calling out to the name of Jesus. I was out. But he began to pray for me. And all of a sudden, my mind was back to normal. That state of drunkenness left me. And I became sober instantly. And when I was there, my life changed completely. And it was 20, about 20 years later that he's telling me this. And he says, Brother Prado, I have never, never desired alcohol again. Because God will do great things for the person. The mighty God, the everlasting Father will stoop down to the the pits of hell. He will go into the garbage dumps and get us out of there and change our lives from misery to blessings. Someone shout hallelujah. I said someone shout hallelujah. We've got to believe it. I said, we've got to believe it. Ah, as we see this, we have to but understand that God wants to give us everlasting life. Did you hear what I said? He wants to give us everlasting life. You and I can praise him by serving and giving the good news to the poor. He is powerful. Everyone say he is powerful. One more time. He is powerful. My God, when he does something, like with Brother Victor Lopez, he does it in a second, in a moment. But we've got to learn. What was the church doing? They were praising God. They were praising God. And we have to learn to praise God in the midst of our circumstance. We've got to learn to praise God. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. He is powerful to lift anyone out of their condition and elevate him to a higher dimension. I've told you many times, 
I'm content but not satisfied. And there's a lot of people that are satisfied in the condition that they're in. Ah, that's because I've got to praise them every time that I get an opportunity. I've got to praise him. I've got to, because I'm not satisfied. I'm content. Content. I'm a happy person, brother. Brother Oscar, I'm a we, we've had a lot of conversation. I'm a happy person. I'm, uh, I, I'm content, but I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I've got to praise him more. I've got to praise him more. Because when my praises goes up, uh, the blessings come down. When my praises are elevated, uh, the blessings come down. Someone shout hallelujah. So we've got to go to the next dimension. We've got to go. To the next dimension. Because when he takes you out, he does not take you out to sit you into a church. See, and that's, that's where a lot of people get satisfied. Whoa, it's Sunday, I got to go to church. It's Thursday, I got to go to church. No, 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 no. I want to see the greatness of God on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday. How do I do that? By praising him. We've got to be praisers, 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 praisers. I said praisers, praisers. We've got to learn to praise God, praise his name, praise his name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. He wants to raise us to the next dimension, verse 8. That he may sit, seat him, listen, with princesses. With the princesses of his people. Ah, you know, from the gutter to become a prince. Isn't that something? Huh? That is, man, I marvel at this, Brother Gabriel. Huh? We were nobody. We were not a people, but he made us a people. We were lost. We were confused, but he gave us, he has given us a sound mind. To understand him. We were all messed up in our own beliefs. We couldn't figure anything out. And we thought we knew it all and had it made. But when we come to Jesus, there's a new understanding that happens. Hey, thank you, Jesus, for what you brought me through. But I'm not staying here. I've got to go forward. I've got to go forward. Ah, now he's taking me out from the garbage dump. That's what he said, from the garbage dump. Now he's taking me to sit, to seat or to sit with princesses. Listen, 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 listen to me. When I sit with someone that's a believer, he better know who he is because I know who I am. I'm not here to belittle, belittle nobody. I'm not here to put no one down. No one. But there's a lot of people that don't even have an identity. Believe me. When you talk to John, John, do you have an identity? He says, now we are the sons of God. That's my identity. I'm a son of God. I'm not just your Johnny come lately. I hope there's no Johnnies here. Huh. I'm not just anybody. I am a son of God. And if he's the king, I'm a prince. And if you are a son of God, then we're... We're in this together, buddy. Huh? Huh? What you get is what I get. What you get is what I get. The blessings that come over you, they come over me too. Do you understand what I'm saying? And for that, I have to say hallelujah. I have to say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's what David wanted us to learn, to be accustomed to praise the Lord at, in every circumstance, in every situation. We've got to learn to praise the Lord. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it because I've learned it and I live it now. You remember when I was blind. You remember, Brother Villegas, when I used to come in here. I became a true Raider fan. I had a patch on my eye. Huh? But I took it off because I said, I don't want nobody feeling sorry for me. But I couldn't see a, a thing out of this eye. 
but I would come in here. I never lamented before you. I never cried in front of you or say, man, why does God have me this? No, no, no. You saw me here. Those that were here, I would raise my hands. I would worship God. I would praise God because he was not going to leave me in that condition. I was going to, and if he wouldn't have healed me, if he would have healed me, I would have still praised the Lord. Devil, you're not going to take my glory away. You're not going to take my praise away. I'm here to praise the Lord. I said, I'm here to praise the Lord. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone say hallelujah. So we have to learn to praise him. Ah, because we're amongst people that learn to praise him. When you and I become praisers, our lives will be productive. Ah, listen, your life has to be productive. It's got to show some fruit. Because we can get into the rhythm. We come and we know exactly what to do. We know when to sit. We know when to stand. We know when to raise our hands. We know when to sit. But something's supposed to happen when I praise him. I said something's supposed to happen. The heavens will open. Let me tell you something. We've got to learn to praise God. We've got to learn to praise God. We've got to learn to be productive. When you and I learn to praise God, this is what he tells us. Listen, in verse number nine, look at it. This is what the psalmist said. He grants the barren woman a home. Ah, like a joyful mother. Listen, listen. How many read the story of, uh, of Hannah? You read the story of Hannah? She was in church. The pastor didn't understand her. I bet she was praising the Lord. Man. I bet, God, I know you're going to give me a baby. I know you're going to give me a baby. I know. I praise you. I praise you, God. I praise you. I praise you. And the preacher, I think she's drunk. Uh, I think, look, look, she's crying and smiling. And, I mean, she's, she's out of it. But through praise, I said through praise, through praise. You, you, you go in there. Look it up. Look it up, brother. Look it up. Go into Samuel. Read it. She goes to church and she worships And worship produces what? Praise. Worship produces praise. And then, after she has worship and praise, she goes home and Bambino comes next. (laughs) Read it. You think I'm kidding. Read it. She goes to church. She worships. She prays. She praises God. She goes home. Be careful, don't try to do that right now. She goes home, hey, and then Bambino comes. She becomes productive. When you are a praiser, you will become productive. God is going to open the windows of heaven. He's going to pour out blessings. Because when the praises go up, the blessings will come down. Because you're opening the windows of heaven. And if you can stand to your your feet at this time, listen to me. We've got to learn to worship God. We've got to learn to worship God. There is no reason why we should live a life of torment. Isn't that what Brother Victor just told us right now? All this guilt, everyone say guilt. All this torment, huh? Yes. No more guilt, no more shame, no sin, no stain. Why? Because 
Our God, who is the great I am, is greater than any guilt, is greater than any shame, is greater than any sin, is greater than any stain. The devil will try to come and stain your life, but you know how you're going to remove that stain? Through praise. I said through praise. I said through praise. We are more than overcomers. Hallelujah. Amen. We are more than overcomers. You know, I've learned this. Come here, mama. Come here. My wife is, is my witness. My wife is my witness. If it's for spiritual things, I learn to praise God. In the midst of sickness, I learned to praise God. I learned to praise God. I learned to praise God. Huh? Listen, I, I, I had that heart attack. Where are you, Victor? Uh, come here, Victor. It's been two years now, I think. Okay. Victor saw me. Victor saw me. He's a witness. I passed away twice. Okay. Huh. Thank God I don't remember nothing. I just, I thank God. But he, he's my witness. They did, they did not let him go on the ambulance because they told him, you won't be able to take that, that trauma. If you, yeah. But I don't remember. I think Eunice was in, in the room. Who was in the room when I opened my eyes? Yeah, the family. And then, I didn't even know that they had taken me from one hospital to the next or to the other hospital. But I opened my eye. And I saw a crucifixion there. Crucifix. I did not judge. I did not condemn. I did not. All I said, thank you because one day, Jesus, you hung on a cross to make me heal. I praise your name. I praise your name. I knew that wasn't Jesus. I knew that was not the cross, but that was just a reminder. It was through a cross. So all I could do was praise him. Praise him. You understand what I'm saying? I've learned this. When he almost died, how many years ago? 12 years ago, almost died because of the accident in, that he went through. Listen, he almost died. Turn around. Hey, my wife is my witness. I went into my room and I knelt down and I just cried out. I said, thank you. They told me he had died and I said, whether he lives or is dead, I'm going to praise you anyway. I'm going to praise you anyway. It hurt, brother, scientists to say that. But I said, I'm going to praise. Ain't no devil in hell is going to steal my praise. I said, ain't no devil in hell is going to steal my praise. Because my victory is going to come through praise. It's going to come through praise. And that's the reason that David said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. Huh? Misery, depression. The way we live in this earthly hell. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Huh? It doesn't matter. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. This is my closest friend. And we unite and we learn to praise him. We learn to praise him. I praise God for Hoti and Eunice this past Friday here in the morning. And we say, God, you're going to bring them out of any circumstance. I praise you. I pray for you. I praise God for you. Because you are overcomers. Ah, I learned this. The way I accomplish anything is through praise. You hearing what I'm saying? Anything. God has given me my cars, my houses, whatever I have, through praise, through praise. I've learned to praise. You know why I praise God? Because I'm practicing. Because one day I'm going to get to heaven. And all I'm going to do in heaven is praise him. Praise him. 
praise him. I'm going to praise him 24-7. And this is what David is telling us in this song. You've got to praise him. Praise his name. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. Here, praise him. So you can't substitute it for a hand praise. No, 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 no. We've got to declare it. We've got to say it. We've got to say it. You want your victory? We've got to praise him. I want everybody to come to this altar. Why am I preaching this way? Brother Villegas, even though I didn't say it in the Spanish service because I didn't have the time. But we've got to become a praising church. We've got to become a praising church. A church of praise, a church of praise. A church of praise, a church of praise. We've got to become a church of praise, a church of praise, a church of praise. Ah, if I don't want to praise, I'm not going to hold her back. She's got to praise. If she don't want to praise, I've got to praise the Lord. Uh, I've got to praise the Lord. But to, yeah, to, to, together and united, it's a greater praise. It's a greater praise to our Lord. It's a greater praise to our God. It's a greater praise. It's a greater praise. We've got to learn to praise, to offer to him. A sacrifice of our lips. Praise Him. Praise Him, church. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. There are some things that you want or some things that you need. There's some things that you need. God has them for you. But you got to earn your praise. There's things that you got to overcome. Because you want those things to turn out to reality. The blessings that God has for you. He has for you. He has. And if you praise them, Eric, God's going to give them to you. God's going to give them to you. The desires of your heart are going to be yours if you praise him, if you praise them. Ah, uh, Brother Gagiola. Hey, man, God's got great things for you and your family. All he wants is for you to praise him, praise him. I'm going to praise. It's not what I'm going through right now. I'm going to praise you anyhow, God, because you're going to give me. Yes, you are. Because he's able to give you even the desires of your heart. But you've got to learn to praise him. Yes, you've got to learn. Brother George, God has blessings for you that you don't even imagine. You cannot even think about right now. But he wants you to praise him anyway, anyhow. Just praise him, praise him, praise him. In the midst of it, where, where do I praise him? You know where I praise him as I'm driving, brother, brother Sanchez. As I'm driving, I begin to praise him. Oh, where's Kenya? Where's Kenya? Kenya's my witness. Yesterday, I was in my car and my brother was there. I praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I've got to say that. i got to say that. I cannot forget the goodness of the Lord. I cannot forget the goodness of the Lord. I've got to praise him. I've got to praise him. And as I praise him, the windows of heaven begin to open. And I'm going to receive blessings. Everyone say blessings. Everyone say blessings. What do you need today? What do you need? What do you need? You begin to praise Him right now. You're going to praise Him right now. I want every hand raised right now. I want every mouth ready to praise God. E Señor. I want every mouth be ready to praise the Lord. You know exactly what you need right now. Yes. Ah, he's wanting to take you out of that misery. Yes, he is. Ah, he wants to take you out of that poorness. Yes, he does. He is looking at your condition right now. Ah, he has better things for you. He has better things for you. Yes, he does. He's going to take you out. He's going to take you out. He's going to take you out. But you've got to praise him. So I want you to lift up your voices right now. Lift up your voices. Come on, church. We've got to learn to lift up our voices. We've got to learn to lift up our voices. When your words are not sufficient, let the Spirit begin to intercede for you. That's what Paul tells the Romans. Ah, when there's the words, let the Spirit begin to intercede for you in unknown tongues. Hallelujah, 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 eh, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We praise you for your goodness. We praise you for your greatness. I praise you, Lord Jesus, for your glory. I praise you, Jesus, yes, for your grace, God. I praise you for my wife. 
I praise you for my children, my grandchildren. I praise you, Lord Jesus, uh, for every minister of our church, God. I praise you for opening the windows of heaven. I praise you because you're going to open uh, uh, doors and when there is no door, God, you're going to give me exactly what I need, Jesus. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. I've just got to praise you. I've just got to praise you. I've just got to praise you. I've got to praise you. Come on, church. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Uh, Oh, yes. You are yes, you are. Yes, you are. So much I'm going to praise you anyhow. I'm going to praise you. Yes, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you, Jesus. I'm going to praise you, Lord. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you. Begin to recognize him. Begin to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. You are 